Welcome to the road to growth, success of an entrepreneur. We've raised the bar. Learn firsthand from successful business owners and create your own path to success. I'm going to show you how great I am. It's time to hit the road to growth with team lead of the Enriquez Group, Realtor Vinny. Hi, all you road to growth listeners. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we have Nancy Lockhart. She is the founder of Coaching with Kindness. And this is a question, Nancy, that I throw out every time we have a coach, because we've had a good amount of coaches. We we do entrepreneurs, but I mean, we have a, a decent amount of coaches on here. And I, I think um, there's, I mean, I had a coach actually on here yesterday and they're talking about the difference between coaching and mentoring. Um, but how how do you define yourself as a coach and what separates yourself from as a coach? Well, great question. And I just want to say, I'm so pumped from that music coming in. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, you know, it's interesting because I have always been somewhat of a, a marketing consultant. So my career has really been about um, helping, you know, healthcare brands to to develop their brands and marketing. So I was doing a lot of consulting and I started my own consulting business a few years ago. But um, just recently I started getting into the coaching business, which um, started taking um, life coaching, quantum success coaching academy uh, certification and getting more aware of the coaching side of business. So I, I like to think of kind of what I do in a lot of different areas. So I, I consult, but I coach. So I'm helping women business owners um, who haven't had access to the resources and the, you know, the fortune 100 I've, I've done brands, you know, for, for Kaiser Permanente, for Blue Cross Blue Shield and Medtronic, I've had the opportunity to work in these big brands. And now I'm shifting so that I can do some work with one on one directly with, with women business owners. And I get to take my background with all of my marketing knowledge, and then weave in this, um, this coach aspect of it so and it's really interesting because a lot of my coaching is law of attraction coaching i think the thing that makes things separate for me when it comes to like a, a therapist or a coach a coach is going to bring you forward is not so much looking at solving whatever's gone on in the past but like where are you right now and how do we shift that thinking so that we can move forward and get you the results that you want, whether it be in your personal life. And, and right now my focus is on helping people with, you know, with their businesses, but they're so closely intertwined that um, it's, it's super rewarding. And just all the time I'm getting such great feedback from, from people about how they've discovered for themselves, how powerful they are. Um, and then I just intersperse some of my my marketing strategy to help them uh, bring their businesses um, more on life and more reflective of them. So you what brought you into coaching? I know you're talking about that you've helped out a bunch of brands coaching and we've talked be, before, Mike, that you've had a lot of uh, life experience. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I mean, why, why don't you walk us back to, I guess, the beginning <laughs> of like this kind of <laughs> The way back machine. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's interesting because I have had life experience and then career experience, which I, you know, I kind of, it, it's interesting in looking back at the, at the story, if you will. Um, I, I 
graduated from college and um, I quickly, I, I got engaged to my college boyfriend and he, you know, I grew up in the Midwest um, and I, and he wanted to be a, a police officer in uh, California. So, you know, why not, you know, we're young, we're, <laughs> let's go to California. And so we did, and he was a police officer there. Um, and I really didn't have, I didn't have much prospects. Um, I was planning a wedding, but unfortunately I was also in an abusive relationship and it was pretty significant, but I was very much the, you know, my pie in the sky. I, I loved him very much. And I thought if I love him enough, then it'll all be okay. And he'll finally stop. And, you know, I would end up in the hospital all the time, bloody noses, black eyes, cracked ribs. And at one point I was even, he, he had his gun and he held me at, at gunpoint and he was really upset and there was nothing I could do. And at that time there weren't laws around, um, you know, if, if there's any disturbance, the cops come and they don't, you, if you don't press charges, they don't, they didn't ask questions. And certainly with him being a cop, he'd be like, call the police. What are they going to do? And, um, and I knew that. So at that point, that particular situation, I just said whatever I thought he needed to hear. So they would put that gun down and it was pretty, pretty terrifying. But um, I think that experience, um, you know, kind of got me to be thinking more about where, where is, where's my power and why am I looking, you know, at this, this marriage, this union to maybe try to solve that. And fortunately, you know, we had different shifts. He worked at night. I worked during the day and I, I did find a job and I was exposed to our um, EAP employee assistance program where I could contact a therapist and I started therapy. And from there, I mean, I, I still see my, the same therapist after, you know, over 20 years and um, although off and on, um, but I was able to get the gumption enough to say, I'm, go I'm gonna leave. And so I left um, and it was super hard. That first night sucked. I wanted only to go back because it was what I knew, you know? And again, that whole concept of love <laughs> was, you know, was there. And yet I, I powered through that night. I was, I got to spend the night on a, a good friend's couch and she, you know, she helped me through a lot of stuff too. I had a great support system, but um, then, you know, I had a job, I was working, I was getting back on my feet and, um, and, and it was, it felt like things were going the right way. I felt like I had sort of, well, I paid my dues. I went through this terrible experience and I got out of it. And so I thought, you know, life's, life's gonna be a cakewalk now. <laughs> but um, a few months later, I was um, the president of the company called me downstairs and he said, we're gonna have to lay you off. And I was like, okay. And I was walking out of his office and the, the receptionist said, hey, you've got a phone call, it's your ex-husband. And I was like, I'm not telling him this happened because he'll just want me to move back to our house, um, which we had bought a house, but I had moved out. And um, <laughs> quite the contrary, he called to tell me he was moving his girlfriend into our house. And so I was like, wow, okay, well, you know what? Now I really am on my own. I'm, I'm you know, I'm far away from my family, far away from friends. Um, and then, 
<laughs> then the Northridge earthquake hit and I was living in Glendale, which is pretty close to the epicenter. And, and things literally fell apart again. And I was like, I'm nobody's nothing. You know, I'm not an employee. I'm not a wife. My mom's far away and dad and sisters. And, you know, I had friends, but they weren't, you know, the really close friends. I was, I was very, um, very sheltered during that first part of being there. Um, but, you know, I, I, there wasn't much to do. Our, our house that we owned went into foreclosure. I mean, it was just kind of, I was like, okay, life, you're just keep kicking me in the head. But you know what? It was, it was okay. One step in front of the other. And, and how do you, you know, get through? What, what, what kept you going? I mean, I, like you're getting kicked down, you're getting knocked <laughs> down. I mean, e even the idea that it's all, you know, new in that relationship, use of relationship right there, but you, there was something inside you or someone or something that you're looking at that said, no, I need to go this direction instead of that direction. What, what was that? It was really my therapist who okay. she really, um, she, she, she was just starting out too. And it's interesting because she was, um, she, she worked with me so much and I, and I started to see my own, you know, my own power and um, you know, that, that like, that support and, um, and help was, was critical for me. Um, I'm, I'm very close to my, to my family, but they were in Illinois. So I did have that support, you know, over the phone. I mean, when the, when the earthquake hit, first thing I did was pick up the phone and call my mom and I got through and I stayed on the line with her for six hours just, and there was aftershocks and the whole, it was extremely scary, but I did. So I did have my family, they were just far away. And then I had my, my therapist, Lisa Dow, who I love. And, um, and she helped me a lot, but there were still things in, in my head that were, I think I was still looking externally for a lot of my definition, you know, how, who, who am I? Am I successful? Is how is that determined based on, you know, the external forces in my life. So what did you, and I, and I, it's, I mean, if your family, your therapist were kind of big back on this, do you remember what defined success defined happiness at that time? Was, was it mini wins? Was it something bigger? I mean, what was that? Do you remember? Oh, I would. Yeah, it, it was, it was very much in my head to um, have a good job, be successful, make money, get married, have kids, you know, white picket fence, the whole thing. And, and that was really a very loud <laughs> voice in, in me um, at the time. And, and even though I was getting back on my feet with my, with my career, um, it really wasn't something, you know, I was still missing pieces that I, that I don't know if I knew that I, that I knew I wanted it. I didn't know how how to get like the family part of things at, at that point in my life. So was it strictly your therapist that was kind of giving you a roadmap or helping you build a roadmap to find out how to get those things? Yeah, it was. I, I did, you know, once I was out of my marriage, I did form a lot of really great uh, friendships. And so they were very supportive as well. I think, um, 
it was, I was, you know, it was actually, it was coming to life what I was defining success as, you know, my career was starting to take off. I was, you know, doing, I was advancing. I was, you know, starting to make impact. Um, I'd gotten, gotten a new townhouse. I, I met my current husband and, you know, we, uh, we ended up getting married and we have two amazing kids that I'm so proud of, and I could do a whole podcast on them. <laughs> but so, you know, it was like, oh, this is all coming to fruition, all the things I'm supposed to have, you know, I'm supposed to be, and this will make me happy. And um, I couldn't find, I, I wasn't happy. You know, I, there was something I wasn't, I was torn up. And, you know, that's, I, that's when I first started my first business, um, NAL Consulting, and I was working and I was consulting um, and it, it wasn't really taking off the way I wanted it to. And so I kept looking and I kept looking and, um, and I, I switched jobs. I went from, you know, client side to the agency side and that didn't work out. And eventually I just, I, I couldn't run away from it. And I fell into a hugely deep depression. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't, I couldn't be a mom. I couldn't be, you know, almost was back to that, that earthquake day where I was like, I'm nothing, but it was self-imposed, even though everything around me was what I was supposed to have and supposed to do and be thankful for and grateful for. But I still, I still was really unhappy. And at that time, um, I had I had stopped seeing my therapist on a regular basis. You know, I was like, yeah, I've got this, I've got this. But then I went down really fast, and um, and it was it it I, I was doing a lot of reading and uh, soul searching and uh, reading on spiritual subjects, and and um, it, it, I kind of went there, started there, and that's what got me. I think what brought me back around where I was just, I, my, my kids were disappointed. They're like, what's going on, mom? You know, they couldn't, they didn't understand it. My husband didn't understand it. it rightfully so. I'm, I'm generally a pretty happy person, but I was miserable. And, um, and so I, I decided well, one day I was in bed and I had this, this thought and I was like, there's this, for some reason I do like this rock, paper, scissors thing where I'm like, take one fist and this is the fist that's telling me how bad and awful I am and not amounting to anything and I'm lazy and I'm not working hard. And, and then I took this, the other hand and it's like paper and I decided to cover it up and say, you're not allowed to talk, talk to her like that anymore. That's it. You're done. And slowly but surely that, this boy, the fisted voice started getting quieter and quieter. And that's when I decided, you know what, I need to go back to see my therapist on a regular basis. And um, I was working, I did get another job. It wasn't exactly the right thing, but it was a great job, great people. Um, but I started really almost opening up and being like, what is it about me that gives me joy, that makes me, you know, happy for me, not based on the external. Um, so, How often were you doing the rock and uh, paper? Thing? Oh, in the beginning, it, I, it was multiple times a day because I was 
Yeah. Every time you felt like a, a, a bad thought or something negative, you do that. Yeah, I would try to. And then and then I started, you know, then I started doing other little tricks. Like I, I took a picture that I had of myself. I was one and a half years old and I had mess all over my face. And I just started thinking about me being a mom to that little girl. And I'd be like, I love you. You're doing an awesome job. I'm so proud of you and I'm hugging you like kind of going back in time to, to take care of the little, little girl that I was. So we started doing these little kind of, you know, tricks that would shift my mindset and say, this is getting you nowhere and not where I think I was looking for a path out and I needed to just start with shutting some of this negativity down. You know, I just start at the beginning. So did anything, uh, externally change and I, I know from where you are there to where you are today it's changed but has there been more drastic changes or, or is it more like internal changes that really affected how you perceived your your life your family how you, your job mm -hmm. was that what happened or well externally like I said I had gotten I I'd gotten a job I was working for a small organization um <laughs> a psychiatric medical group um, doing marketing for them. I was the marketing department and that organization was um, bought by a larger uh, organization, both telehealth companies. And so I was working for the larger organization. I was doing a lot of traveling. They were based in, they are based in Boston, but I knew my, my time at the level I was at, you know, there's only so many chiefs, right? So um, it, it, that it was going to be limited. And this time around, I had this, you know, amazing sense of freedom. I was like, wow, taking stock in the fact that you know, I, I have worked all this time. I have saved money. I have, you know, I am in a good place for myself that um, it that if this job isn't, it didn't, it wasn't the answer for me. I knew that. And that's when I started doing things like I, I built another website. I started eating keto. Um, I lost a bunch of weight. I started, the website was a keto website and I took a photography class and started taking pictures of the meals I was making and putting them on this, you know, this class. And I was like, this is awesome. I'm having so much fun then. And, and also going and, um, like doing all that reading and then this coaching uh, opportunity, the, the training came up, but um, I, because I was like, I'm not sure how to monetize this, these recipes, <laughs> they look good, but, um, and, and people like them and I got great feedback. But when the coaching came into light, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I've been doing with my friends and family all my life. I've always been the one that people would come to me talk to me, I'd be like, why are they telling me these things? <laughs> you know, This is really personal. But getting to a place where I could provide some comfort and support and, and some direction. When I got into the life coaching, I was like, oh, this kind of gives me a little bit more structure and some tools, processes to help to, to coach people. And, um, and, and that was amazingly fulfilling. However, I was like, I still have, and I and I was still working with clients in the marketing and branding side of the world. So I felt like I was sort of split. And then I was like, you know, I could really combine the two and be really, you know, 
not just toss away the experiences they've had from the past, but to leverage those into helping other women to, you know, kind of get out of their own way to really know who, who they are. And when you're an entrepreneur and you, you know, this, it's, it's not too far of a leap from what your business is to who you are. And so, um, you know, that that's just been, you know, an amazing journey. I, I'm very, very blessed with everything, you know? Uh, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure I know what you mean, but what do you what do you like fully mean about that idea that there's not a big difference from kind of I guess what your business is and who you are, like in that you're defined yeah. by your business in essence, or you're trying to find similarities between the two. Is that kind of what you mean, or? I'm just saying when you are an entrepreneur, I think that in order for you, you know, it's it's not an easy road. You've got to have sure. some backbone and you got to work really hard. And if it's not something that's driven, driving you from your core versus your head, like I got to, you know, make a lot of money and do, you know, do this or that. I mean, I'm sure there's 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 entrepreneurs that do that. But I'm saying if you want to if if they're not the client for me, if you want if you're talking from I got this, I want to make money, but I need to know what makes me unique and, and different and how do I attract the, the right clients? Those are the clients for me. And, you know, the people that have, have really, um, you know, have, have put their heart and soul into their businesses. And I truly believe that, you know, there are, there are a ton of coaches, there's a ton of marketing consultants, but there's nobody else but Nancy Lockhart and I have my own special, you know, skills to bring forward for the right fit. So I'm, I'm picky about my clients as well. So um, if I, if I, I don't think it's going to be something that's that I can help them with, or they're not ready to be on that, the path that I'd like to take them on, then, you know, that's fine. And, and, you know, we can choose to, to not work together. So what do you think your your biggest struggles have been in, in building your coaching business? Well, I, I think it's um, it's interesting. I've done a lot of um, clubhouses on <laughs> the uh, imposter syndrome. So thinking, uh, I don't know how to do this. Someone's going to find out what is, you know, I, I don't have all these these things in place, whether it be websites or jump sites or podcasts or you know, and and allowing myself to say, hey, you know, it takes time to to get this going. So, um, really, it's it's been my own my own uh, self that is has has limited me. However, right now, honestly, I'm I don't see I'm pushing past that. I'm like I'm I'm you know I've got something to give and it's important. So, um, I'm that's being minimized quite a bit. So right now, is, is most of your business coming from like Clubhouse? Do you have online marketing you're doing? Is it referral based? I mean, is it mostly Clubhouse? Um, I, you know, it's it's Clubhouse, but it's also I have a lot of referral business, um, and and it's more you know I, I'm doing more and more marketing outreach. So um, I know I think uh, you know Linda Sunshine West. She's putting together a book and I'm, I wrote a chapter in that book. And so, um, you know, doing some things to increase my, um, my perception externally, but, you know, just 
everything I'm doing has been such a fulfilling um, step forward, which I didn't have before when I was working with corporate. So to answer your question, a lot of it's referral, but a lot of it is more getting that marketing arm in place. I mean, you know, it's the cobbler who doesn't have the nice shoes. <laughs> I'm a marketing person, but I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> Slowly but surely. It's that, that age old saying, right? You're working in your business, but not on your business. And yeah. you got to remind yourself, go, well, how much time have I spent on my business? And you're like, well, because I know, my, I mean, for myself, I'm got, I got better at it over the years, but I'm like, I need to get on the phones and prospect, prospect, prospect. But then you remember the small things of like, okay, well, I need to clean up the website or I need to do this. I need to, right. but you're like, I'm taking away from the money making <laughs> activities. I'm taking away from those kind of things. And it's that balancing act of saying, okay, I'm working on the business right now, but I'll work in the business right then. Yeah, it's, I, I have to say, Vinny, it's like, I have spent, I, I've never worked as hard as I work now. And, and my family will be the first to raise their hand and say, mom, <laughs> it's time to stop. Last night it was about midnight and my kids, you know, came in and said, all right, time out. You got to go to bed. <laughs> but, um, but I love it. You know, I'm, I'm, energized by it it's not a drudge but you're right about the i'm doing a lot of things to create business but i need you know i also have all these people like during the day i have clients but at night i got to work my you know work my marketing engine and and get things going so um you can you can get really um stuck in the mode of of you can get paralyzed again almost, you know, where you're like, what do I do first? And I think I've tried to do that where it's like create the space to have, you know, to talk to my clients. I'm, I'm also working on, I've, I'm developing a program called the marketing makeover masterclass where I, I, it's an eight week program, but it is very much something that I can, um, I'm working to put it online. And so I just engage with, with those those clients that are, are taking that class, like on a one-on-one -on -one or, you know, office hours type of situation. So, you know, you, I think you're, you're, you're constantly kind of rethinking how is the best use of my time. And, um, and also, you know, every once in a while, maybe putting my head up and, and <laughs> checking on my kids and my husband. <laughs> Did you ever have a conversation with your kids, your husband about uh, allowing you Right. And I say allowing you, allowing you basically mm -hmm. the time to focus on your business, because I mean, that can, if they don't know the guidelines of what you're doing, feel like you're taking away time away from them. Maybe you don't love them and things like that. So was there a conversation that happened like that? Yeah, there's been a few. Um, okay. But I, I when you know, one of the coolest things and I talk about bragging about my kids, I um, signed up for my uh, life coach certification course. And, you know, it was an investment. And. I was like, I don't know if I want to tell anybody in my family because they're going to like freak out. And I told my younger daughter and she was, she, she was like, Oh my God, mom, that's so cool. I'm going to be so cool because you're a spiritual life coach. And <laughs> I was like, wow, that's, I didn't expect that. But you know, that was great support and they saw how, fulfilled and happy I am I mean even you know when I take a walk in the neighborhood my neighbor's like you look so happy I'm like I'm so happy I'm doing this great stuff and um you know I'm fortunate but there are times when I have to say okay um we're gonna 
you know, I'm going to take Friday morning and spend time with my daughter. And then, then you know, then I'm going to go back and work because that's what mommy does. <laughs> but I will spend, you know, spend time. And you know what? Thank God my kids and my husband still want to spend time with me. <laughs> you know, I got to feel blessed. They're, you know, 17 and 19. So, you know, they, the fact that they're like, Hey, um, it's time for some time with us. And I think it's, it's creating and finding the right balance, but, you know, talking through that and saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is really important to me. And, um, I like the support. I mean, right now I'm, I'm sitting in my older daughter's bedroom. I'm, that's where I see my clients. They kind of like the, oops, wrong way. They kind of like the surfer in the back, but, um, cause it, I guess it gives them calm, but now she's home from college and I'm like, Hey, can I still use your room? <laughs> you know? And so, um, where my office downstairs is, is open to, you know, every, the, the living room and the kitchen and stuff like that. So, um, so I almost have them, be part of it, you know, to like help me with, with some, Hey, I create, you know, these freebies and I try them out on the kids, you know, what is your brand? And I, and they're going through and I'm like, okay, what's a really cool brand. They're like TikTok. And so, so I, I bring them in when I, you know, when I, when I can, and it's yeah. fun when I do, but, but what do you, I mean, if, and, and talking about like the, the your clients you're working with, the kids, you mean your own kids, I mean, if you could look back at your younger self, the one that was in that abusive relationship that was, I mean, a little ways away from getting losing her job and just in that down moment, it, it, you mean, needing help to get from point A to point B, point Z. Do you know now that with everything you've known, like what would you <laughs> tell that person? Is there a roadmap or is it small things, small changes you'd have them do? I mean, what would you you tell your, your past self? I think I would I would do kind of what I do with the picture. I'd I'd say, hey, listen, you're doing a great job. You got some learning to do, and it takes time, but you're gonna get there. And you're and and it's just it's the path that you're on. Because I look back now, not that I'm you know <laughs> one foot in the grave yet, but you know I look back now and I think all of those experiences really brought me to the place where I am now and have enabled me to be who I am, the people that were in my life, my ex-husband, you know, I, right now in my, you know, my life, I look back and I think, you know what, that was a terrible situation, but I did, I was, I did love him. I still do have love for him and for whatever he was going through, whatever I was going through, we went through it and I came out stronger and better and wiser. And so those things, you know, I kind of had to continue to do so I think if I would have listened to myself if I myself came up to my younger self I don't know if I'd listen but I'd be like you're everything's gonna be fine you don't need to worry you don't need to put yourself through this you just need to go with the flow follow life trust your gut and be happy you know like happy that's how you're supposed to live life things are gonna happen and you're gonna have to deal with them but know that overall that life is life is good and life is, has you know some amazing things to offer you so you know so don't be so hard on yourself i'd probably say <laughs> yeah i mean that's i think that's a big thing for for everyone is to how you perceive your, your life i mean it's there's probably someone else that wishes ha they had your life it doesn't matter how bad it is <laughs> exactly wishes they had it yeah i mean if you could i mean 
look five years, 10 years from now, do you know where you plan to be, where your company plans to be? I mean, have you, what's your game plan? Yeah, well, I, I plan to be, you know, continuing success, continuing to impact people's lives. But right now, I mean, I have the ability in my business to be able to work wherever I want to. So I intend to travel and to, you know, to embrace the flexibility that I have. But I, um, you know, and probably be even more selective about who I'm working with. Um, but I, I mean, it's, God, it's such a rush. I mean, you've got to feel that too. When you, when you connect someone with the right place to be like, oh my God, this is their home. Like this is, this is where they're going to, you know, raise their kids or retire or whatever the life stage is. And they make that, you know, that special purchase. It's, it is a total high. It is a, a ton of fun. And I, I want more of that. And I want to be able to help, help people in any way I can. So I see myself having, <laughs> having it all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I look at it within real estate. I mean, we see people in the low moments, high moments in life events and, yeah. and you know, another life event for, for your clients are people that are starting their business. I mean, that's, that's their baby for, for some people. I mean, that's like, you're saying that you're putting hours on hours for this child you're looking to raise into an adult business that you can, you know, one day either sell off or, Exactly. Uh, yeah, longevity. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah, I have clients. It's interesting because I, you know, I do have some clients that are that are starting up. Like they may have had other businesses, but now they're going into a, a business where they're like, "This is part of who I am." And you know, one of the questions is, is, "Well, what? Why haven't you? Why hadn't you started this before?" Which I will, you know, be totally fair question I would ask my I asked myself that like oh my god if I only could have started this a little while ago but um, that's where that law of attraction coaching bringing into helping you know them to figure out you know what their what their vision is what packages what they're gonna name their products and services but like what has stopped you or what has caught you know caused you to attract clients that are you know they're flaky or they they don't pay their bills or, you know, whatever. I have a whole thing on, <laughs> do you, are you attracting these kinds of clients, which is kind of funny, but, um, but you know, it's, it's interesting because that's when you start to get into the life coaching where people are like, Oh crap. I didn't even think about that. You know, that, that was getting in my way. And so let's remove that. Let's address it. Let's, let's tell, tell it. Thank you for doing what you think you're supposed to be doing to help my life but I don't need it. As you can see, I'm very visual. Like I, I have these things that I've, you know, implemented to, to help me to get through my stuff that I help other people to do that as well. And it's, you know, I, I'm so blessed because I get the best feedback. People are like, ah, that was stopping me. And that kept, that fear kept coming up that stopped me from being able to really embrace the next step in, you know, or this business or to step out of corporate and do something I love. So um, it's, yeah, it's, it's a really, it's a really cool combination um, that I, that I get to work with people on. It, it, I think you've, you've already answered it. I mean, maybe once or twice already, <laughs> but the last, the last idea is if someone's thinking right now, they're watching right now and they're in the early stages of starting their business. Is it more so finding out the packages? Is it finding out 
who you are and how that correlates to the business you plan to build? Is it the ideal clients? I mean, what, what's a, a big focal point that someone should just think about, maybe relax on and, and kind of put in the back of their head if they're thinking about starting a business? Well, I, you know, as being a brand strategist, I'm always going to go back to a foundational strategy for, for your business to like really know why you're doing what you're doing and, and to, to lay that so that every day, you know, good days or bad days, you can go back to that foundation and say, Oh yeah, I'm doing this so that I can provide clarity for, for people starting their business or, or whatever it is, that lofty goal that you may never achieve. But I do think it's important to assess, do you have the time? What are your resources? What kind of investment can you put into this? Because you can, if you're not in that place of, being able to, you know, to understand that you're you're kind of doomed to fail a little bit. Um, so I think it's important to have people, you know, really think about that that foundation, why they're doing it, and then who 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 are you doing it for? What what's the problem that you solve? It's really fundamental, I think, for um, building, you know, building a business and and or starting a business. And I, you know, so often people will jump right into I need a name for this thing, or I need a name for my product. And, and it, if it's not, so it's almost like a, you know, a, a macrame, you know, you're weaving a bunch of things together, but you have to, the basis needs to be really strong, you know, fibers that you're weaving together. And so it can be successful. So it can withstand the, the pandemics of the world. Let's hope that doesn't happen again. But, but, you know, that kind of thing where um, it's, it, it, people like to jump that. And I've, I've found even in corporate life, it, you know, I'll be like, why don't we go back and figure out, you know, what is, is this is, you know, the visions and missions and stuff on the wall, but is that your truth? Is that your organization's truth now? And having gone through, you know, referencing going through a pandemic, um, you know, working at a telehealth company, it was like, oh my God, you know, it was great, but you had to gear up and we were working like crazy. And how do you, how how do you match the this newfound wave of of need? Go back to who who are you and what do you stand for? And 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 quite honestly, that helps you filter out some things that may not be in alignment with who you are and then who your business is. I mean, it's really really foundational if you take the time to do it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you know, have I mean. You've talked about it multiple times, having a coach, having someone to talk to, having mm -hmm. a good support system right there. I mean, yeah. just imagine where you you would be if you didn't have your, your therapist. You know, no. Yeah. yeah. So that's anyone listening right now is is really find a support system. You know, if uh, I think that's a big takeaway, at least that I'm pulling away. Cool. Well, I'm glad to hear that because it's true. Oftentimes we, we, you know, we're like, I can do this on my own. I, or maybe it's cheaper. Or I can't spend the money. It's, it's such an investment. I, I think of my therapy and, and even the, the coaching that I do. It's like, if you were going to give yourself a massage, this is a massage for your brain. This is your time. This is your, like, indulge yourself and then realize how good you feel taking good care of, you know, of your mind, you take care of your body, you, you know, you eat well, you exercise, you know, that's, but taking the time to take care of your mental health, 
um, is so critical. And, and in doing that, get out of your head and get into your, your core and your soul and what's your truth. Um, that's, that's been an amazing, uh, discovery for me. So, um, yeah, that would be that would be my advice, and that's what I always try to to gear. Let's start at the beginning with clients, even if they're you know they're already halfway there. It's like okay, well, let's go back to what's your core and where you want to go now that you're here. Where do you want to go there, and how does that align with why you started doing this in the first place? So, well, thank you, Nancy, uh, mm -hmm. for being on the Road to Growth podcast. Hopefully, everyone listening got some great nuggets right there. I mean, doesn't matter where you are today. I mean. You can right. be in a really bad spot, wherever it might be. There, find someone to get you on that roadmap to a better place, to a better you, to a better whoever. And if you're looking to start a business, know your, in essence, your, your, uh, your why, your what right. you're trying to get across. Mm -hmm. so, Simon Sinek, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, thank you guys. Yeah. Please subscribe. Please share. Follow Nancy, and I'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening to The Road to Growth, Success of an Entrepreneur. Please like, subscribe, and stay connected. Visit www.TheEnriquezGroup.com. Yeah, I created a website. Hope to see you again next week. The Enriquez Group, signing off.